First Church Charlotte. So tonight we want to talk about um, my topic is closing the breaches. Yeah, closing the breaches and this um, in my studies um, uh, when I think about breaches I think about um, a breach it is defined as an opening right it's considered a, a, a in, in a legal aspect of things a breach could be a, a, a divorce it could be um, you know breaking off of an engagement it could be breaking off of a contract you can breach from that legal aspect and so on in a um from an engineering aspects you think about like a, a bridge engineer you know there's a gap there's an opening in the bridge you know a wall that is built there is an opening so you find that there is a, a bridge a breach there in AI system, you you know, in 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 in, in cybersecurity, once you find that there's a leak in information, you know, there is also a breach there. You're gonna try to tighten up that that area so that there is no um no more leaking of information, right? So we could continue on and on in the various areas there are breach breaches, even our own spiritual life, you know, there are breaches. You know, so we want to, you know, go further into the breach that took place, you know, in the earth's realm here. And we could see that is clearly mentioned in the, the story of Nehemiah. Looking back at Nehemiah from Nehemiah chapter two, we could see where the story of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer. Many of us know the story, but just for recapping, Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer. Amen. And King Asterix, if I'm pronouncing his name right, he was the man that was very devout to the king. He found favor with the king. But on that particular day, when the king noticed his features was not the same as it used to be. And so, as you know, he inquired. And Nehemiah shared the reason why his, his, his face, his countenance was, 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 was broken. There was a breach in his spirit. And so he shared it and the king says, what do you want me to do? And he told the king that he would like for him to help him to go down to Jerusalem because Jerusalem was monumental. It's significant to the children of Israel. The king did not hesitate. You know, they, they make provision for Nehemiah to go down to Jerusalem. The Bible says he was given convoy to go with him horsemen he was given a letter as he had asked so that he could gain the 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 the, the um the, the the support from the king of persia to help him to get what he needed to build this bridge to build this um the walls and so as nehemiah went down 
The Bible says in back, I'm reading, I read from Nehemiah chapter three. And if you have your Bibles, you can follow along. The Bible said he went and he searched, he in, inspected the place. He inspected the walls, right? He went at night and he inspected the walls to see what the ruins was looking like. It was from, from my um, reading and understanding, I could imagine it was in a very dilapidated state. It was it, the, 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 the garbage, the, the, the rubbles, you know, it was in a state. But nonetheless, there were faithful people that went with him to build this wall. Nehemiah not only wanted to build the wall around Jerusalem, he wanted to secure the borders of the temple. He wanted to make sure that these breaches were closed. His mission was to secure the breaches. And so when, as you know, yes. Tobias, yeah, I know, my dear. So, life go. Praise God. Moms, could you mute your phone a little bit, Sister Mother Dixon? <laughs> yes, I am. Let me see if I can mute her. Okay. Just a second, please. Okay. I, um, okay. Okay. So getting back, getting back into the, um, into the text. So when Nehemiah went down, Nehemiah, inspected the wall and he saw the rubbles and he saw the condition he decided that he has to build the wall expediently and so the children of Israel they were very anxious they were happy they had an attitude to build the wall amen and so there they were they set out to build the wall and they started to encounter the angst of Samalat and Tobias they did everything that they could to deter Nehemiah from building the wall the Bible said he went up to build. They, they confronted them. What are you Jews doing? They went and they lied to the king. And they told the king that he's there to, 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 to start to, you know, create discord. You know, and once you, the king thinks that you're coming to overthrow him or to gain the interest of the people, that's not looking good. But nonetheless, God was with Nehemiah. Nehemiah was steadfast in, 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 in doing what was laid on his heart. He was steadfast in doing what God the breaches. We look back at Jesus Christ. God looked down in the earth and he saw that there was a breach that was that broke. And he 
came and he restored the breach. He came down and he reconnected us back to himself, right? With his blood. And so we could see where this is happening from creation. The enemy, his goal is to set a wedge, is to come and to trample, to gain entrance, access into the life of the believers, right? The wall that Nehemiah was building, it was the physical wall back then. Nehemiah's, the, the, the recording of Nehemiah building the wall is to show us that Jesus Christ himself came and he built. We, this temple is now in us. Uh, he, he, we are his temple. In us, his presence dwell. Amen. And so we as believers, it is our responsibility, like Nehemiah, to make sure that we maintain the wall. We keep the, the breach out. We close the gap. Amen. And how do we do that? How do we go about doing that? What are the areas in our life where, you know, the walls, things in our life has trampled down? Anyone want to give me some feedback here? Can you repeat the question? The question is, as we um, take a, a look at the story of Nehemiah, and Nehemiah went back and built the walls of Jerusalem, what does the wall sig signify today in our life, in our spiritual life? What, what does the wall um, represent? And, 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 and what are the things that you know, you know, the enemy would come at us with to want to distract us like Nehemiah. I think it would uh, represent maybe God's provision and God's protection, um, the restoration of, of God in our lives, in our spirits. Okay, that's kind of a part of it, right? But think about it like this. Our body is a temple of the living God, right? And in us, he dwells. The enemy doesn't want us to have any connection with God. He doesn't want us to fellowship with God. So he comes with distraction. He comes with the, 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 the different challenges that we face in life. So we can take our mind off God. We can take our mind off Jesus Christ. Amen. And so when we become distracted and start to focus on his tricks, he comes to us with lies he comes to us through you know people you look at people to today so many of us are you know dealing with you know mental issues low self-esteem you're not gonna make it how can you nobody's gonna think anything of you and he comes and fill you know god's people head with lies why just like back in 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 um when nehemiah was building the temple you think about tobias tobias he represents, it was a type of the devil that was working to Nehemiah, to Tobias, bringing God's people to a place of torment. He wouldn't stop torment, the, you know, the children of Israel. You know, they created such, you know, um, pressure 
when Nehemiah was building the wall, so much so that they wanted to 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 go in and to create to create a war, and Nehemiah had to get the the, the 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 families bring them together and because they were building the wall as a family different families when he assigned the building of the wall he it was families that he used according to the scripture he uses the families that they were building the various gates right closing those those breaches and so he everyone had to get their their weapons he has assigned watchmen that they would watch on the walls Amen. And so it is in our Christian life today, as we seek and aspire to follow Jesus, there goes that spirit of the Tobias that is trying to tell us that we're not going to make it. You failed. You know, there's nothing left. Is there anything else we can think of that the Tobias spirit will be lying to us? Yes, Tobias is no longer alive. But that spirit is still moving today amongst the people of God. Are you talking, sorry, this is Keisha. Are you talking about like the spirit of worry and anxiety? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Those are the Tobias spirits. Amen. To, to, to distract us from keeping our eyes on God. Because the word of God said that he has not given us a spirit of fear nor of doubt but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And, you know, there are different times that, you know, people make attempt to start turning their life, surrendering their, 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 their heart to the Lord, because, you know, the enemy doesn't want to let, to let you go. And so the moment he realizes that you're going to start living for the Lord, surrender your life for God. He's starting to tell you that it cannot happen. It cannot be. And all these things, oh, you're going to make it. Oh, you're going to pay your bills. Right. And he have various ways of distracting you. Oh, we bring old friends in your life. People who never saw you before. They start seeing you now. Right. Tobias had four invitations from, 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 I mean, Nehemiah had four invitations from Tobias. Calm down. But it was a plot. But Nehemiah was hearing from God. When he when when Nehemiah said, I am building the wall, and where am I? No, I, I can't, I'm not coming down. There are times in your in your Christian walk that you're at a place where you're so focused, and the enemy know just what to come with to distract you. Because it's a design, it's a it's a Tobias spirit to get it to bring you down because his goal is to kill and to destroy your life. And so when we understand what is really happening, because so was it, there's nothing new under the sun, the scripture says. Everything that was then is happening now, but it's happening in the spirit. This is where the fight is in our lives. Amen. We go back and we can see where uh, Nehemiah, he left a comfortable job. He was in a good job. He was close to the king. He found favor with the king. But there comes a time, you know, 
we may find ourselves having shift in our job and things just doesn't seem like it's going the way it's supposed to go. There's a burden in our heart for us to do some things, but all oh, the job is in the way and all that stuff. Sometimes we just got to let go, let God, as Sister Vicky was saying, she need direction in which way to go. Or else we will have different different conversations going on, different things pointing us to different areas. Why? Because the enemy wants to deter the purpose of God. He wants to deter the purpose that God has for us. We're talking about closing the breaches, understanding where the enemy wants to gain entrance, gain access to cut off our focus, our supply from God. To cut us off where we will have problems in our lives and we think it's, you know, oh my gosh, look at what is happening to me and all that stuff. But if we just keep our eyes on Jesus, when Nehemiah went back to build the temple, the Bible said when he inspected the people, some of them, they were complaining because the rubbles were so much. And the time was not like, not like now where it was, you know, we have this technology, we can get the, the bobcat and the baco or whatever you call it and dig out these rubbles and, you know, haul them away in wheelbarrows. The Bible says they had to bring them in, in, these, in, these, in these things that they carry on their backs. It was hard work. Sometimes we're carrying burdens. We're carrying some situations that just just seemingly weighing us down but we got to stay focused and be reminded that we are building the wall sometimes we are the ones that's building the wall in our family we're standing as the wall you know the bible referred to the bible jesus christ referred to himself as a chief cornerstones He's a chief cornerstone. That means that we are stones. He referred to us as stones. He referred to us, us as salt. He referred to us as that of the fig tree, as Pastor um, Pas Lisa taught um, a few nights ago, right? God is counting on us. He's a, he, he, um, Nehemiah would be like a type of a representation of Jesus Christ, where Nehemiah orchestrated the rebuilding of the wall. Jesus Christ is orchestrating the building, the coming together of his people through us. We are the stones coming together. We are building walls as individuals in our, in our personal life, tightening up the spaces, right? Reading the word of God, fasting, trying to do his will. Why? Because we do not want the enemy to come in. We don't want a breach in our relationship. His word said, whatever thing that is pure, whatever thing that is holy, right? Whatever thing that is righteous to think on these things, that mean even our thoughts, the enemy is trying to get in. The Tobias spirit is trying to penetrate our minds to bring us to a place where we become frustrated and then he come in and make a ruin of our lives. Amen. Praise God. As I was reading this, you know, and, 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 and studying and I'm like, God I, God, I really thank you. Jesus. Yes. I thank you because when you think about what he has done for us to bring us back into um, unity and fellowship with him, he closed that breach. Openings 
is very important. It, it, it serves as an entrance and access where things can come in. We put on, put on a fence and we tighten up our property. Why? We don't want predators to come in because when predators come in, they can create danger. Lives can be taken. Praise God. Nehemiah, the Bible says, Nehemiah was considered to be a central figure, right, in, 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 in his time, noted in the book of, of, of Nehemiah. It describes, he, 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 he rebuilds Jerusalem during the second temple period. He was governor of Persia. God gave him favor. He was governor in Persia, in the Persian Judea under King Asterix the first. And so him getting governorship, praise God, he was able to appoint the right people to help see about the, 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 the walls. You know, Ezra built the temple, he and the children of Israel. But there, there he goes where Nehemiah builds the wall. And while the children of Israel were there, in back, go back to build the wall. Mind you, they didn't build the house yet. They didn't build their place of dwelling yet. They first build their altars. And after they build the altars, they build the walls. Praise God. And there they were securing the temple. Amen. Trying to make sure that the perimeters were secured. So going back into our lives, we as believers, we are Christian. This is our temple. The enemy wants to destroy the temple. So we have to go ahead and, and stay focused, build what we can build, do the things that we ought to do, that which we do not. Amen. The things that the enemy wants us to do, we have to bear in mind. We have to stay focused. We have to make sure the voice that we are hearing, who's, who are we listening to? Because the enemy's goal is to create breach in our lives. The enemy's goal is to create breach in the marriages. The enemy's goal is to create breach in the life of our, our children, relationship, children to parents, parents to children. One of the things that was, was, was fascinating to me is as I was reading, I saw where um, the, the, the Nehemiah, he separated the groups by families and the families were building together right around the wall. And so I said, wow, it just stood out to me. The importance of the unity that the family were doing to building together as a family and collectively they were building with other families. Amen. We are the family of God and we are building together. We are building each other up in God. Praise God. We are building and making sure that we are reinforcing those breaches. This is why we have these, 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 these platforms. This is why our pastor would have connection. We have the different small group connections. Why? Because he's trying to make sure that people is not alone. People is not alone in, you know, being by themselves, connect with each other, build Close the breaches, close the gap, close the emptiness, close the loneliness, fellowship in. So while we have to build collectively, we build individually. Praise God. 
We are given assignments. We as, you know, women given assignments. We got to make sure that we build, keep the family relationship going. Amen. So we can be influential because we are the stones that God is using to build a community, to build a family. What the enemy is trying to do in our society today is to tell the people a lie. The Tobias spirit is running around rampant, breaking the bridges, breaking down the walls, bringing lies into people. But we have to hold on to the word of God. We have to be purpose like Nehemiah. Ask God to give us a heart like Nehemiah, a burden for souls to see that the old landmark, hallelujah, remains. For God, I live. For God, I'll die. Hold on to the truth of his word, the constitution of his word. Amen. So we can survive. So we can live. So we can thrive in this hour. Let's, let's talk about the areas in our lives that we encounter from day to day. Whether it's by the Tobias that we encounter. Sometimes we see the Tobias manifesting in people in such a way that, I mean, you can, you can break down relationships. It, it, they operate into our very own family. They want to bring us to a place of isolation. Amen. Amen. We are afraid of even communicating with people. I wouldn't say afraid. We are careful. That's where we want us because God wants to use our mouth. He wants us to use our mouth to reach people. But the enemy is doing that also. He's trying to use his mouth to destroy God's people. He's trying to use his mouth to tell us lies. And so tonight we are encouraged Praise God. By the word of Nehemiah, the, the story of Nehemiah building, rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Um, Nehemiah, he prayed. Yeah. Nehemiah was a praying man. To every time the scripture says that he was antagonized and, and ridiculed and insulted and 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 and, and abused the abusive words that um uh Tobias and 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 all those that were trying to discourage them you know the, the 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 haters of the of the children of israel they were trying to discourage them but the bible said nehemiah prayed and he moved strategically mm. because he had he had those that he put on top of the wall that when those are working when a one set is working there's a set that is watching praise god watching on the walls that represents prayer or prayer life we are watching over the city we are watching over our communities we are watching over our children so we must must not take prayer time lightly we must not take it lightly one thing that fascinated me again was the bible said nehemiah went and and and, and assess this the, the the city you know going around jerusalem he did it at night he inspect the ruin at night. And I'm thinking, could it be that we know that there's a watch hour that we watch at night? But sometimes there's a time when the enemy is down, when nobody knows you're going against their time because they're expecting you to sleep. But when you're up on your clock, they cannot get to create a ruin. Amen. So we want to continue to stay prayerful. Prayerful. Stay on the walls. 
Let's not come down. This, this, the, 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 we cannot breach, uh, close these breaches by just desire. We cannot close them by our, on our own strength. They will not be closed by ambition. It takes prayer. Praise God. Praise God. You know, I, 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 I hope that I, you know, I was able to really shed some insight as the Lord would lay it in my spirit because, you know, sometimes we are dealing with some situations in our life and we would think, oh, you know, somebody is after me or, you know, the, we, 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 we interpret it in so many different ways. But could it be that is because we have a purpose, we are doing something that the enemy does not like? We have made decisions to change our ways. We have made decisions that we are, we are impacting other people's life. We are influencing other people towards the kingdom of God. And the enemy does not like it. He's mad. And so he wants to trouble your job. He wants to trouble your kids. He wants to trouble your marriage. Praise God. But guess what? We just have to stay on the wall. Don't come down. Don't compromise. Keep going and trusting God. Praying and, and, and knowing that the joy of the Lord is our strength. His word said it. His joy is our strength. Because although they went through so much when they were building the wall, Nehemiah and the children of Israel, the Bible says they built the wall in 42 days. In our calendars, almost a month and a half. 42 days. They closed up those breaches. The enemy could not come in. Be encouraged that if there is you, if you, if there, if the enemy think that he put a dent in your heart, put a dent in your mind, put a dent on your finances, put a dent in your job, trying to create a bridge. Just know that when we trust God and keep just looking to him, the enemy doesn't, um, he's not going to win. He doesn't open, create a, a, a breach like he think he does, you know? What he's doing is an illusion to him because we know who our God is. Our God make a way out of nowhere. Nothing happened by chance. In, in, in um, Job said in Job chapter 16, verse 14, he said, um, he, he breathed me, he breathed, he breathed me with breath, with breach upon breach. He run it upon me like a giant. I read it again, Job chapter 16, verse 14. He breathed me with breach upon breach. So the enemy was, you know, the Lord allowed Satan to attack Job because he knew he could count on Job. Praise God. And so he was telling his, 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 his friends who supposedly to have come to encourage him, but really was no help. But he was, he, he, he was telling them about the kind of friends that they were. And if he was their friends, he wouldn't have say even the words that they would say to him. And so he, he, he was confident in his God that God is going to see him true no matter what. He was still holding on. And he said, he breach, he breathed. Let me go back to it. He said, he breathed me with breach upon breach. There was openings everywhere. The Lord allowed that to happen. But nonetheless, because of Job's faithfulness, and consistency to hold on to Jesus. Praise God. The Bible said he gained back more. So my, my brethren, my sisters, my brothers, no matter what the enemy 
think he's taken from you. As long as we hold on to God, he cannot win. He will give us double for our trouble. He will recompense us double. Praise God. And his word said, if in this life only we have hope, we are men most miserable. So tonight, aren't you just so glad to know, praise God, that Jesus Christ came and he closed that breach that the enemy would try to separate us from him. Praise God. Aren't you grateful tonight that he just know what we need? He know what is best for us and he's secure. Praise God. He secure the temple. Hallelujah. He himself secure the temple. But of course, the Tobias, those spirits is going to still keep coming. And all we have to do is to lift up the word, lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Speak the word of God over our life. Speak the word of God in our community. You know, when I moved to where I live now, right, it's like every weekend, it was just like a, a little gunshot community. It was like each time the vehicles passed because of how the road is curved and it's very dark. I mean, they were just, they were just like they hiding. Bop, 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 bop. Every, every night, there would just be these drive-by passing. You would hear them going all up Rocky River Road. And, you know... One day, I just said to myself, Lord, when is this going to stop? I would hate to know that, you know, any stray bullet hit our house because we never knew of this. This is not like a neighborhood that is, a, you know, crime infested. It's just a matter of people passing and just shooting. And I can tell you, brethren, we live at my place now for four, no, almost seven years. And I can tell you. The gunshot business has died down. We don't really hardly hear anybody passing with that. And all I could say, God, I thank you. I thank you because you have allowed me to pray. And it's in those prayers that you subdue the enemy. So we want to just want to remind you that even the very enemy within your community, praise God, God will subdue and give you the upper hand. He will give you the peace that you're looking for. As long as we pray, stay on the wall and be encouraged. Stay on the wall. Keep praying. Stay prayerful. Trust in his word. Fellowship one with another. And just know that there is more with us than with them. The Tobias spirits cannot win. Praise God. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to First Church Charlotte. If this podcast has blessed you, please rate it with four or five stars. By doing so, you will help others find our free podcast and bless them. If you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, come worship with us at 4929 North Sharon Amity Road. For information about service times, church ministries, and so much more, visit us online at firstchurchclt.com. If you would like to help support our efforts, please text GIVE to 704-445-5353. We pray God's richest blessings to you. Come, worship with us. Thank you.